Hey, it's Ralph here. Q1 is now closing and it probably didn't go as well as you had hoped, but I'm sure your agency is probably telling you that they crushed it. But in reality, it crushed you. If your agency isn't on the same page as you are, if there's something wrong, but you can't quite put your finger on what that thing is, go on over to tier11.com forward slash apply. It will set you up on a call to show you a better way to look at your business, not just metrics that make us agencies look good, but something that actually moves the needle and makes you more money, acquires more new customers, and ultimately achieves your vision. Head on over to tier11.com forward slash apply today. Hello and welcome to the Perpetual Traffic Podcast. This is your host, Ralph Burns, and this is the show where we share cutting edge strategies and acquiring leads and sales for your business through paid traffic, as well as how to convert that traffic. And that's exactly what we're going to be talking about today with our special guest, which we'll get to in just a moment. But before we get into today's conversation, I want to say a, a big thank you, a big shout out to everyone who has left us a positive review on your podcast platform of choice. The one that we look at probably the most is iTunes. Uh, and let me just remind you that each review really does go a long way in helping us continue to bring great content to the show and widen the listenership for other digital marketers and people who want to understand traffic and conversion just like you. And it helps us pay the bills, which, you know, with Cossum's uh, now $2 million a year salary, he just arbitrated um, a higher rate now that he's the most popular perpetual traffic host, uh, we really do need your reviews to pay for that. So uh, by the way, Kasim, my awesome co-host, is here alongside me virtually out in Arizona. How are you, buddy? Uh, you know, Ralph, the check's not clearing on that two million. <laughs> 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 Looks like Ryan bought a boat too many because I'm, <laughs> I'm getting some bounce checks on my end. <laughs> some bounce checks from Scalable. Oh, my God. Well, that we'll have to work on that. Maybe it's just like you're on a payment plan. That's, that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. It's not all lump <laughs> Long term IOUs. Yeah. Investing exactly. over time. Well, that's good. You mm -hmm. got to earn your keep here, you know? So as do we. But uh, speaking of earning our keep, we are uh, really grateful to uh, to have all these positive reviews coming in. Kasim, do you got a new one for us this week that you'd like to give a little shout out to? I got a new one. Yeah. Uh, kudos and props to Jesse for uh, the great review. Jesse says, this is a must listen podcast for all advertisers. So I've been listening for two plus years and these guys have the best tactical and strategic marketing ideas. They really make what they say easy to implement. It has given me so many ideas and campaigns that I've run that have brought in great results. Thank you guys. Thank you, Jesse. Appreciate Thank you. Thank you, Jesse. Yeah, Big appreciate you. We did it, and all the all the PT listeners. Thank you for that. Well, make sure you do leave your ratings on the show. We'll uh, read them here on the show. We won't try to read them on the show. We will absolutely read them on the show, and make you podcast famous for at least what fifteen seconds or so. At least here, so exactly just that. <laughs> so today's conversation here is with Lloyd Hale. He is the CEO and founder of Healthcare Growth Network and Madoma Health. And he's going to be talking some really cool stuff about high ticket selling. And we're not talking about high ticket selling coaching programs. Like this is a real business in the healthcare industry. Forget all you fake, you know, internet marketing people selling digital and coaching products. 
<laughs> no, I know who you are. Like that's not real selling. No, I, it absolutely is real selling. But I think you'll be able to get some <laughs> real selling because it's here. not a real product. That's why they're not a real product. Like, this is actually, <laughs> yeah, people are delivering. Like there's doctors involved here. So this is a real <laughs> business. So without further ado, welcome to Perpetual Traffic, Lloyd. Hey, hey guys, thanks. You guys are like amazing. Oh, go wow. on, Lloyd. Like can you, can you put that in your review, please? Well, that's what I was doing. Sure, it's a five-star review. Well, that's good. my 15 yeah. seconds. That's what we should do. Every every guest has a part a of like twisting their arm. We'll yeah, give them a call yeah. to action at the end unless you know they actually read us a review. I like that. Well, that's very good, Lloyd. We, Ryan we sent me a check. <laughs> oh, he sent it to the wrong place. I think that's the why Kasim hasn't gotten his. Yeah. So, so tell him, well, Actually, I'm going to stick to the script here, Hector. So scratch that. So stick around. We'll get to the interview with Lloyd right after this quick break. You're listening to Perpetual Traffic. Well, there is no question that when it comes to influence and persuasion in digital marketing, no one, and I mean no one, commands more respect than Dr. Robert Cialdini. If you have never read his books, Influence and Persuasion, I swear you are missing so much in your digital marketing, not only as an influencer and an advertiser, but as just a great marketer. And that's why I'm so excited to invite you to a free webinar where he'll be sharing his latest insights on new e-commerce strategies. Now, alongside Dr. Cialdini, you'll learn from Bass Wouters and the authors of Reputation King, my buddy Scott Branley and DJ Sprague. Attendees will absolutely be able to understand exactly how to gain a competitive edge in the marketplace by leveraging online reputation management. Now, that's something that we haven't talked about here on this show all that much. And it's more reason for you to register for the webinar here, which is completely free over at reputationking.com forward slash PT. So join us on April 18th from 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern. That's 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Pacific for you West Coasters by registering at reputationking.com forward slash PT. Once again, that's reputationking.com forward slash PT. Cialdini has been a huge influence on me. and I can't wait to see how his new e-commerce strategies resonate with you and how they affect your business in a positive way using reputation management. Make sure that you register for the April 18th free webinar at reputationking.com forward slash PT. about that like that's a oh, transition right you. like you're oh a professional God. it's like you've done this professional <laughs> get a professional show here yeah all right welcome back to the per perpetual <laughs> easy for me to say welcome back <laughs> to the show here we've got lloyd hale waiting in the wings here patiently wanting to tell us his story of how he started a healthcare growth network and madoma health and why you the pt listener actually cares about a guy who's selling something like healthcare here because he does some things that I think everyone who listens to this show can take a few nuggets away from and start implementing it in your business. So tell us a little bit about your involvement in the healthcare industry, sort of how you got involved in these groups, and then sort of a segue into why we prompted you to get on the show here today to drop some knowledge bombs about selling high ticket. Well, 
how I got into it was I just had an interest, like I was actually at a clinic, a chiropractic clinic actually, and then realized I liked the business more than I actually liked being the provider. Cause I was thinking about, this is probably 10 years ago now. Mm. I was thinking about going to chiropractic school and I started to do the marketing and that kind of evolved. And then we had the idea about Medoma at the clinic and then we started the clinic and then I was never the provider. And so it, you, I had to really focus on actually growing the business and not just kind of being relegated to doing the adjusting or the service itself. Right. And so for me to add value in, in the business, I had to, for, I didn't know anything about marketing. So I had to figure out how to, how to actually get patients to our place. Right. And then yeah. it, it just kind of evolved over that. I would hire agencies and then I hired a marketing guy to come in and be the marketing manager. And then he had to leave with a family emergency. And then, so I started learning the advertising, like really it was, I think back it's, it was just so like, it was really tough. It was just like a foreign concept, but every patient was, is about worth about $3,500 to us in revenue. And so I could mess up quite a bit and still make a profit. Right. And so that's kind of just a lot of trial and error. And then after that, it kind of evolved to like, okay, once they click and say, yes, I want this service. How do I one, like service them again after the initial care. And then two, like, well, actually how do I, how do I get them to the clinic in the first place? Right. Cause you can have all the opt-ins in the world, but if you don't actually get them to the location, you can't actually service them, you know? And I connect it to like, I'm actually helping people too. Right. So I'm not like, they're not numbers. Like I really want them to come in so we can help them because of the service we offer. I believe they're good. You know? Yeah. So I love something that you just said, and I want to meditate on it for a minute because I think it's really important. And I'm probably going to be a little petulant here, maybe offend some of our listeners, but I don't believe you can grow a chiropractic clinic if you're the chiropractor. I don't think you can grow a dental office if you're the dentist. I don't think you can grow an attorney's office if you're the attorney. You have to zoom out. You have to lift yourself right. above. You know, it's kind of Michael Gerber's whole paradigm of working, you know, on versus in. And the fact yeah. that you weren't the chiropractor probably puts you at an advantage. I, I have, I have a, a similar 100%. story. I won't derail us, but I had Solutions 8 was Solutions 8 because we had eight core service offerings. Here's what's funny. Google Ads was the only service I outsourced. And it's the mm. only service that grew because I got to remove myself from the implementation. Now we've yeah. taken it in-house since then, but it gave me the opportunity to kind of, you know, work yeah, on yeah. instead of in. So for our listeners, I think Lloyd's story is probably reflected by a lot of people. But if you're if you're trying to do the work yeah. and run the business, you know, do the operations, right. do the marketing, that's a, that's that's tough. I well, to that point too, it's like I I really thought about this quite a bit because I get this questions like why is like like you're not even like a like a doctor, like, how did you do this? Like, it's very like rant, you know? And so I think that is the exact point, right? I didn't know, I didn't have any kind of special kill, skill walking into it, but I wasn't like, if you're the so quote unquote, the technician, right? You're focused. Like that's how you see the business. Mm -hmm. Right. But if for, I couldn't look at it like that, I had to look at it differently. So I had to look at it from like a, the bigger point of view and like it, and then it, for me, it really is just like, uh, a service-based business. I mean, at the end of the day, like, but we do medical things, you know, and that's it. It's very simple. When y'all aren't you know? small potatoes, I mean, you, you told us before we started recording here that you're doing, you know, 500 appointments a month at a minimum, right? And, and it scales up from there. Like you, you've got a pretty yeah. big operation. Yeah. Yeah. And then, well, and that's the, the thing with that too. It's like, like, how do I create a system 
that works when I'm not putting attention on it. Right. And so mm-hmm. I, th- I think that's really critical too, because like a lot of times too, like if you're uh, like a solo, like an individual uh, doctor in a clinic, like you're a lot of it's tribal knowledge. Right. And so if that person leaves and then whatever you're doing couldn't be reproduced and like with, with the amount of clinics we have and the amount of just volume we have, it has to be like in this form of a system, like in a mechanized system so that we can like point at the thing and say, Oh, that's not working. We need to fix that part of it. You know? So it just help it. Just the whole process is different because of that. You know, like yeah, it's you, the difference between approach the problem business and owning a job. Like if you can't 100%. walk away and, and what I have a friend who says this, he goes, if you can walk away for 30 days and come back to a business that makes more money and is more efficient, you've actually got a business. Otherwise you've yeah, you just owned yeah. your job. Well, you know what? You actually bring up another point too, because a lot of people don't want to hire people better than them too. And that's one of the key things too. Like, I don't know if you've ever taken the strength test, like strategy, like the top two strategy and right. Relator just means relate to other people too. And I've always I've never kind of claimed to be like the best at marketing. It's like, I just get like, I, like I told you before in like in the pre-interview thing, like I've hired like hundreds of thousands of dollars in coaching and consulting. I mean, it's just like a necessity, right? I mean, I know what I know. I want to know what someone else knows. Like that's the whole point. And I think sometimes, especially if you go to school for such a long time, like you just associate that knowledge with being able to easily understand something else. You know, and I think that can be a little bit of a trap. Yeah, I would agree. I'm I'm rereading Ready Fire Aim by Michael Masterson. I reread mm. it every single year, listen to it, half read it, mm. listen to it. And it's just so it's like it's everything that we're talking about here, sort of distilled down into sort of a very simple form. You don't re- you don't have a business until you have customers. You don't really have a business until you have like a marketing actual machine that brings stuff in. And in your case, you're bringing in five to 600 new patients every single month. And then each one of those patients are recurring. I would imagine like, you know, that's like a legitimate, like that is a machine that is a system systemized way of growing. And in, in the space that you're in, I mean, it's competitive. And I think right, right. most doc, like having called on doctors and been in the doctor world, the medical world for almost 20 years, like <laughs> very few of them know how to market themselves yeah. and healthcare, entire healthcare systems don't really know yeah. how to market themselves and doctors individually. But the point is, is like, you've been able to really been able to break through in a competitive market and create a business that's obviously very valuable and delivers a, what sounds like a tremendous service. Yeah. I think the, you know, the, just it's the nature of the, the beast is that like people get into this kind of rut of like, they do business a certain way and then that's the only way they do it. Right. It's like, so for me, I try to take things that are working in other niches and then see if I can apply, especially more competitive niches and then try to apply it to what we're doing. Because at the end of the day, it's just a high ticket sales or process, right? So they opt in, you schedule them, you do a diagnostic close, they do the, they, you perform the care, you know? Mm-hmm. And so that you can look at a lot of different niches to pull out the the cool stuff in it, you know? Yeah. And that's just not yeah. being done. For sure. But, so let's just take a step back here. Like, tell us what Madoma Health is, like what you guys do. And then if you can take us through your sales funnel, is it, 
is it horrible to yeah. say in the healthcare network that you have a sales funnel, but you really do. It's like, you, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You've ta- yeah. So like take us through the whole process, how you actually do it. I know there's a setter sales person, mm-hmm. like close arrangement, take us through the whole thing. Yeah. So I, I break up just the, the milestones in the process, right? I do opt in uh, schedule. These are the kind of the high level milestones we look at schedule. And they are show. coming to you for what specifically? What do, what is Medoma physical? Like yeah, physical med. It's a physical medicine rehab, pain management, wellness service like HRT, hormone replacement therapy stuff like that too. So we kind of we we take a. It's called like a a cam or a a, a, a cam approach, and whereas we try to collaborate with multiple providers in the system to create an optimal result. So we can, and that can that can be a whole another conversation that, but that's kind of the idea. We kind of look at the whole person. That's the idea. Got it. And so, and then, so the, the four milestones we look at, so when they opt in at what percentage scheduled, what, what percentage showed, and then what is the percentage that accepted care closed? And then I literally just look at those ratios all day, every day. And then if something's broken, then I go in there and try to Cause we, you want to have like from the people that opt in, you want a 50% opt in, uh, excuse me, schedule rate. And then an 80% show, right? These are, the, these are our kind of basic numbers. If, we, if they're below this, then we'll, we'll troubleshoot it, you know? And then overall a 50% like acceptance of care close rate. Again, those are all like milestones in a high ticket sales process. Lloyd, will you go back over those for me? So 80% schedule, 50% show. What percent close? Okay, so opt in to schedule is a fifty percent. Fifty percent. Yeah, schedule to show is eighty, mm-hmm. and then show to close is fifty. Hmm. That's Those healthy. Are great numbers. Yeah. Those are very healthy numbers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there's some. Tr- I mean, I'll go over the exact process too with you, but like we'll get a credit card too. And so the show rate just like goes sky high. You get a we talk card at to what everybody. point of the process during the scheduling. Yeah. So they can't schedule unless we get their insurance. Cause we accept like in, for the services, we accept insurance. We will get their insurance before mm-hmm. they even show up and then we'll get a credit card for our, our no show policy. That's brilliant. So, and that's, that's the really big, that's one of the reasons why. And we do a vet, like that part, I can go into more detail later, but, and then we actually vet them before they actually come in. Yeah, like pre-qualification, we'll have, like, make sure you're not wasting mm-hmm. your time. And yeah. I just want to say, this isn't this isn't exclusive to healthcare. What you're saying mm. could apply to right, I mean, right. quite literally any, any service. Business. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or any business. I, I, look at, yeah. I look at this in our coaching side. I mean, it's the same thing. Same damn thing, yep. Literally the setters. The setters, are the, it's the same thing. All right, so yeah. before we deconstruct this sales funnel, the opt-in rate, are we talking about paid traffic, Google ads, Facebook ads? Before they actually go from opt-in to schedule, what's do you have a, a lot benchmark of, for that? A lot of Facebook ads, and then we do some retargeting with Google, and then we do a lot of it's it's called like list reactivation. So hmm. we do it a little like we'll do it a little bit differently. So we'll send out goodwill content, and then these setters, and we, we can go into it in a minute. But these setters will basically start prospecting them to see if like basically the conversation goes like here's this free resource, you know, I can actually customize something from our resource, like a health resource library 
we vet them to and say, do you have a minute I can, so I can customize it to you? We, vet, we use our vetting script and then say, based off what you just told me, you'd actually be a perfect candidate for this, fill in the blank. And like, would you like to schedule a new patient appointment for that? And, and so you have a decision tree on the back end, I imagine, where the setters can see if the patient responds with, you know, this, this and that, then we're going to go with service A. Yeah. Yeah. And so like depending, so like the way we do it, I credit created this process where it's like, you know, we will text or email them out and we use like, I call it like Frank Kern calls like a click sequence. I kind of modified it. So I'll do a text on the first day and a text on the last day, but then follow the same two email sequences each day. And then it'll just be like goodwill content. Like, like, Hey, take this quiz to see blah, blah, blah. You know, and we can determine whatever, whatever we want to be the, like the determining factor to put them on our prospecting list. So like if it's just a click or do we want to wait until they fill out the form? And that really is dependent on where we're at number wise. So like if we're like really behind on scheduling, like then we'll like maybe use a click to determine to put them on our prospecting list. And then the setters will like reach out to them over a period of time to basically like a customer service call. Say, hey, how did you like the resource? Blah, blah, blah. We, we just make an assumption, right? They took the next step if they clicked. And like, did you see that there was actually a bonus that I can customize like a, a resource in our resource library, health resource library? Mm-hmm. And do you have a minute I can customize and ask them the questions and schedule? So at what stage uh, of this process do the, are the setters and just explain to our listeners, I think this is the first time we've actually talked about like the setter and sales closer yeah. kind of model yeah. here. So just... It, maybe we can explain that and understand that, but like where does the setter sort of fit in? Is this pre opt-in or is this post opt-in? Just yeah. clarify that and what your view of like how important the idea of a setter is. Cause this is, this is, this is different than how a lot of folks do this, especially yeah. like, you know, we've seen, I've seen hundreds of these funnels. Very few use a setter salesperson model, right. believe it or not. So, well, it's just like, my idea is I'm creating like order out of chaos. Right. And so like, I don't want to occupy our provider and our medical staff's time if it's not the right person. And then I'm misusing that person's time too. And so the whole point of the setter is to be able to hold someone's hand from post saying, yes, I want this thing or whatever, anything that we're indicating that would justify reaching out to the person to come in, you know? So all they're doing is pre-qualifying before they go to the person that actually will, you know, right. Prescribe and And, and then packaging, packaging it for the, yeah. Packaging it for the staff. So that when they come in, they can have a good experience too. So that's part of it too. Got it. So, so like a sound setting up both sides for success really is the right. Right. And that's what I'm saying. Like bring or like creating order out of chaos because like you have this person that might not know you very well. And then you're holding their hand through that process. Like, Hey, this is what we do. This, okay. Where are you at right now? Like, okay, you're dealing with this. Okay. Yeah. Based off what you're saying, we, this could be a good fit. I need the provider to make sure that's right. And so let's get your information. Let's schedule the thing, you know? Well, and then now when they come the in, we have all their information. Go ahead. I want to interrupt you, Lloyd. I'm sorry. I was no, saying the setter and the closer, yeah. it's two entirely different proficiencies. And so it's not just about protecting the closer. It's also about making sure the closer doesn't close the wrong person because the closer is going to close. We we had, we we, we follow a model kind of like yours at our agency and we have the the prequal and somebody has to jump through all of these hoops. You know, they have to, they have to hurdle our objections. 
And before yeah. we put that into place, we were closing things that we just shouldn't have closed. So it oh, kind that's of a helps fair protect point. Yeah. both ends. Yeah. I don't know. I'm assuming you guys are like NPS, NPS score. Yep. Like your NPS score will go through the roof when you're doing it this way because right. you're actually closing the right, to your point, you're closing the right people. And just, it's a, it's a better experience. Like, like if someone, like if a, if a patient is coming in and they don't know what's happening or what they're like, they're, their poor reviews will go sky high, you know, cause that's when most people are going to do the reviews. That's what that first impression of you, you know? Yeah. And, and for so our listeners, me, NPS score is the, the net promoter score. And this is yeah. the way that I've always uh, experienced it is it's just a, it's just a zero through 10. It's how likely are you to yep. refer us to a friend or whatever. And then yep. based on their response, you can also follow up with a quick, tell me more, but that's it. And the nice right. thing is, is it's the, the barrier to entry is so low that you get way more responses than like your 10 question survey that takes people forever. Right. And we'll do a, like, it, it's a, it's a good way to quantify the amount of money coming into your business. Right. So like if you're selling, a, if you sell a billion widgets, but you can't service those, then your net promoter score would be really low. And right. well, you're not doing a good job, even though you made a bunch of money, you know? So, yeah. And we also piggyback that like off the back of that too, we'll do like review campaigns based off their net promoter score, stuff like that. So, but yeah. Okay. So we are at the, how do you know to review opt in <laughs> schedule show close or Perfect. really acceptance Except- of care is close. Yes. But yeah. In yeah. essence. All yeah, right. Yeah. So the setter is at the opt in up to the schedule part, yep. right? He's the one yep. or she is the one setting up those schedules to not waste the salesperson's time, but also to make sure it's a good match for your service. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. This is a quality. And so I can go through, there's some automation and yeah, stuff I can go through if you want. That stuff. Yeah. Just for real sure. quick, before we get to the automation, I just want to, I want to make a point that, that hopefully doesn't derail us, but you know what I love about this is the ability to diagnose the errors and issues with your funnel comes from the, the simplicity, right? So opt-in schedule, mm-hmm. show, close. If your show rate is low, you now know what lever you need to go pull. And right. I feel like 100%. one of the biggest mistakes I see with our clients is they're collecting so much data and they have you know 50 different key performance indicators, but it's not actionable. They can't look at the data, data and yeah. know instantly what is it that I need to go fix. What I like about the simplicity of this, Lloyd, is you know where the problem is and you know what lever to pull in order to go improve or increase profitability. I think that's, that's brilliant. And what I'd encourage our listeners to do is go figure out what your, your critical path is. What's, what's your path like Lloyd has outlined here so that you can, you can start to really diagnose, you know, where your margin exists. If you're, if you're going to say, like, if you're going to ask me like, what's the secret, it's like this right here, you know? And then also, and then the second, like, secret B or <laughs> would be like scaling traffic, mm. actually building, like actually like getting, like allowing someone to build rapport before, before you ask them to come in. And that, and that's through social media. I mean, that's yeah. just the easiest way to do it at scale. You well, know? I like what you said before we started the call, you said most people don't need more traffic and you're absolutely right. right. And I'm a I get this guy. all the time. Yeah. 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 You know, I, I get this all the time too. Guy. Every doctor it's that the I sexy talk to, part. it's why people listen here, but right. it's actually it, not the thing they really need. Yeah. Well, Most that, cases they need what you're talking about. So anyway, keep going. Sorry. Well, no, you need to do a video podcast so I can see the hair. I'm telling you. <laughs> well, that's it. People got to pay. Awesome. That hair. one, Lloyd. That's yeah. Awesome. <laughs> not, not, unfortunately not mine. 
You know, it's funny. I mean, I, I bring everything because, you know, this show is really just all about me and Cossum, according to some of our bad reviews. But anyway, no, what's, <laughs> what's funny is that uh, we actually just mapped this out. Our process. It's like it's mm. it's serendipity that you're on this show here today because I was like, well, where are our holes and where are what are our percentages all the way through? Yeah, you know, yeah. We, I'm looking at our smart draw, you know, chart right as we're talking here. I'm like, where mm. are we and what should the percentage be? And that was sort of my point is like we need to diagnose where stuff is dropping out in our mm -hmm. funnel and we do the same thing like you know the cobbler's kids have no shoes type oh, of thing. Dude, like we yeah. do this for yeah, all yeah. of our customers but do we do it for yeah. our own funnel no oh right you right. know so finally you know we've got like a really really good team in place finally after doing this for 10 years the point is is, is that this is the stuff that makes the biggest difference and every little part to it has lots of other little parts like just to get the 80 percent you know show rate after the schedule like that's a great yeah. metric, but there's so much in there and 50%, right, right. you know, opt in to schedule. Like there's so much in there, you know what I mean? So maybe mm -hmm. we can break that down tactically each individual step as, yeah. as long as I well, stop interrupting I mean, to, you. <laughs> no, well, to, to your point, like if everything's important, then nothing is important at yep. that point. You, it's like, right. it doesn't allow you to focus on the thing. And also like, I would add one more thing to it is like, I would focus on one service first, like the best margin service to get this down and so then good. go to the other yeah. services. Because if you yeah. try to, even in, even in that, like if you just try to fix everything at one time, like you're one, you're going to run around like a chicken with your head cut off and your mm -hmm. team's going to run around like a chicken with their head cut off. And they're not going to get as much done as they could. If you'd focus on the one, like we were, we kept on adding services. And then I was just like, what are we do? Like, what are we doing? Like, what are we doing? Not, like, yeah. yeah we just need a hyper focus on this one thing and make sure it's like a machine. And then like, you know, like, was it Jay Abraham stabilize, optimize, expand. So we had to stabilize at first and then we started optimizing. And that's when you, that's what, when the real fun happens. Cause like now we look at like, we, we have too many new patients and we can't actually schedule them. Right. And then you got to look at that, the next part of the, the process, you know, <laughs> that's an operations you know? issue. Yeah. Right. right. Well, yeah. Yeah. I'll kick it over there. Yeah. <laughs> figure that out. <laughs> okay. But so it's a at? real issue. When you get this right, that is your issue. Yep. Right. Or, yeah. You and know? if you're like, like, like if oh you're my God, agency, I have to double person. my staff. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Okay. So what do you want to, okay, I cut so you off when you were about to jump right into automation and I derailed us. So we can go back there. Cause I'm sure all the listeners are like, awesome. What are you doing? That's the fun part. Oh, okay. All right. So, okay. So after the opt in, I, I think of it as like a three part, like, well, four parts. So I, I just call this like the new patient acquisition system. And so there's, a, there's a pipeline we put them on. There's a seven day hot list, like text messaging sequence we put them on. And then there's a manual call sequence that we put them on. That's what the setters use, the manual call function. And so like when they get kicked into our pipeline, they put them on, then the setter grabs them and assigns them to themselves in our system. And then they are responsible for scheduling them and making sure they show. That's how, that's how they get paid. Right. And so they're and incentivized so, not by schedule, but by show. hundred percent. Yeah. That's 100%. brilliant. Yeah. 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 The, and then, and so then what we do is like, well, so what we'll do is the voucher, we typically put it in the form of some type of package. So like if you, here's another thing on the offer, just like a little uh, nugget. 
Like if you're just selling that you're uh, like a new patient offer a new patient exam, well then you're like a, com a commodity in the market. So you need to package what you're doing in a unique way so that like they cannot tell from apples to oranges what what's what, right? And so like for us, we typically like like for our knee program, like like we call it a knee relief package. And it's and it's essentially we're pulling out all the parts of a normal like exam process, but we're like, we're like, we call it like a health blueprint. Right. But that's basically the care plan. Right. Mm -hmm. And then we, we give them and we give them an at-home rehab program. Right. And so we package that all together and that's the knee relief package. Right. And so we'll, what we'll do is like, like when they first opt in, we'll say like, Hey, you're thanks for, you know, well, we'll kind of, we definitely, cause I just listened to your podcast about the lead generation stuff, lead nurture stuff. We definitely reach out to them within five minutes. And then, so definitely do that. And I'm going to actually implement the second email in the podcast, what you guys were talking about. Uh, yeah. <laughs> second one. Yeah. 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 Right. And then, so I do send them an initial email just to ping their email so they can start seeing our emails on that initial. And then they, yeah. So. And then what happens is, Hey, this, this voucher expires in four days. And so every day up until the four days is like, Hey, you know, Hey, this is Ashley, you know, with Madoma and Hey, it looks like we haven't got you scheduled yet. I, I want to make sure you, you take advantage of it before it expires tomorrow. Right. And then, and then after the, on, then on the fifth day is like, Hey, this is Ashley. Actually one became available. Did you want, did you want this, this voucher? Right. And that happens for another uh, couple of days. And so we have it set up in our system so that they're also like our setters are calling them. And then based off the outcome of that call, a text, email and voicemail drop hit it, hit them too. And so like if they, but if they do answer, it doesn't drop. Right. And so we do that for seven days. I taper off a lot of the text messaging at the end of the seven days off, off the relate, like off the manual call outcome. Mm -hmm. And so the four basic areas is the pipeline, the seven day hot list text and the manual calls and the manual call outcomes. So based off the, the outcome of the call, like which did they answer or not answer is essentially the outcome. Then a direct message, yeah, a voicemail drop, a text message and an email get dropped. So I'm I mean, dude, do you see how much like, that's like a crazy amount of follow. That's a crazy amount yeah. just in that one step. Bro, what are you, yeah, what are you using right. for all this, Lloyd? You have a, a SaaS product. Is this proprietary? Yeah, we we develop we develop like a set like part of the coach. I wasn't gonna. I'm trying not to bring it up. No, have at it, man. Pitch it. We're marketing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that part of our coaching program, they get this the same because we've developed like we've partnered with a couple of software companies and we've added our own stuff to it because like out of the box, I haven't found anything that does exactly what we need. And so we just put that into our coaching program. And so we give them all the templates, every, everything they need. And then we coach their staff on how to do the studying and stuff like that. So this you know, whole, you know, what, you know what I love about that? Two examples. Infusionsoft came mm -hmm. out of a software company. Clay Mask and, and Martin now owned a software company and they had a client come to them saying, you know, oh, we need these features. And then out of that, a SaaS mm -hmm. product was born. Go high yeah. level. That was Sean was a software engineer and he had an agency yep. come to him saying, Hey, we need these solutions and bam, a SaaS product is born. Here you are in, you know, the healthcare space booking for clinics and you see this need in, in this SaaS product is born. I, I forget the book I was reading, but they talked about the corridor principle, how all the mm. best ideas 
only come after you're already engaged in something. You have to be in the yeah, corridor yeah. before you mm. see the opportunity. So for those of oh, us 100%. sitting on a couch hoping that, you know, lightning strikes, it's not going to happen. You have to go go to war and then figure out yeah, what yeah. problem you're going to solve. So true. People, I was so scared to fail. You know, this is a whole nother conversation, so I won't get into it too much. I was so scared to fail when I decided, like I, I found out that I was going to have my first kid. And that's when all this stuff started to open up to me because like <laughs> having a kid kicks all that pretense out of you, Yeah, you know? And You're so like desperate. for me anyway. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude, that's dude. so funny. I had the same experience when I got married because before I was married, you know, yeah. I, I could couch surf, eat ramen, didn't matter. But as soon as yeah, I got married, yeah, I was like, yeah. oh my goodness, like I actually have to have Yeah. To well, see, my wife is actually like the very competent one. And so she was like the breadwinner. She's actually more capable person out of the two. And so that's why I think having the kid, yeah, like for you as your wife, you know, I'm not saying your, your wife, your wife could probably be a bit more awesome. I oh, I think all three of us are probably married up based on, <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, smarter, more capable 100%. than I am. But I just wanted yeah, yeah, to make yeah. sure that I was, you know, doing, doing more right. than I, I had been doing right. prior to, but you're right. Kids yeah, exactly, definitely, yeah. that, they pour gas on that fire too. They like to eat oh, those man. little, those little fellas there. Yeah. They're, they, they I knew they're going to be more expensive. Yeah. Yeah. Oh dude. Like they're so much more expensive. Oh dude. Montessori than what I thought. Mortgage. Like, oh, geez. Until oh, they dude. get to college, just keep saving and selling. Just keep yeah. selling. Yeah. 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 Oh, joke. Jeez. I'm like, I'm okay. buying crypto. I'm like trying to do everything. <laughs> <laughs> For me, it was the fear of going back to the corporate world. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was the absolute fear, deathly fear, like uh, 10,000 times I wanted. I was like, I'll just give up. Just go back. I can't figure this shit out. Did you just yeah, call it purgatory? Yeah. 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 What a great way to put that. Stuck. So anyway, <laughs> enough about me because this system obviously works. So there's a lot of, there's a ton of automation in here. You created a lot of it yourself. And obviously you know, you've created a program to help businesses similar to you with healthcare growth network, which we'll talk about here at the end of the show. But so you created these software systems. Is there anything out of the box that you might be able to recommend to people? Oh, high level, high level is good. High level. Infusionsoft, I think, has like a text message part now or keep. Yeah, they've got SMS. You know, I got to say, just I'm going to soundbite this and we'll talk more about it, I'm sure, as time moves on. But there was just legislation passed in regards to SMS marketing. So everybody's got to be real careful because they're, they're about to come down on that. And I don't know to what mm. degree. But have you all heard about this? Mm -mm. I haven't, no. But it is getting, like, it's crazy. I get them every single day now. Well, that's the problem. All yeah. of us do. So they're they're yeah. about to start clamping down in a really big way. And the problem, every time, they, they did this with the Can Spam Act. Every time they pass legislation like this, they go out and they make an example out of a half dozen people. And you just don't mm -hmm. want to be caught on the receiving end of that. Because right. I had a buddy who, I mean, I think he paid it. It was a, it was a very handsome six-figure, Ralph, you know this guy. He's in War Room. Handsome six-figure fee for for just emails. Now mm. he was doing the wrong and he knew it, you know, it, it wasn't even gray. It was very black hat, but just to say with SMS, be careful, have the guardrails in there, have the opt outs, make sure you look at the rules. They're not hard to comply oh, with, yeah. but, but you have to be yeah, compliant. Yeah. 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 For sure. Yeah. Didn't mean to go off on that, on that tirade. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for raining nice on bus, our parade. Nice buck yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just saved somebody a hundred grand. Somebody who's listening to this is like, all right. Yeah. You send me a gift basket, whoever you are. You owe me. Yeah. And now I have to figure out who it is in War Room. So, anyway. <laughs> so there's, all right. So a high level, high level keep, SMS. Yeah. Yeah. Those are the two I've, I've, I've used keep before too, but they didn't have the, they just changed over to keep. So I don't, I don't, but I'm pretty sure they have text messaging now. 
Yeah. yeah. Well, they are a sponsor of the show, so we can't say anything bad about well, them. Well, then, then there, there you go. <laughs> they have everything you need. <laughs> we, we love them. Yeah. Just buy their stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Tell them we sent you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Costner Center. All right, so that's All just right. one stage. That is going. Right, that's just the schedule stage. Yeah, your oh. setter is incentivized by show rate like, show. or show, show. paid mm-hmm. by show or mm-hmm. paid by yeah. show percentage. Like, because that I love these little show. incentive programs. I'd never thought of that one. That's pretty damn no, good. Just show, yeah. It's just show. It, like, yeah. And then they like then they kind of focus on the quality of the conversation too, mm-hmm. not just just getting someone on a schedule. I know there's only so much you can share Lloyd, but like, you know, flat fee percentage of the deal. What's the, how are you doing? No flat, just a flat fee. So just a quick shot in the pocket. Like, Hey, you closed the deal. Now are you, is this like salary plus or these commission only? How are you, how are you structuring those? We have it, but we have it both ways. It just like, we'll like when we first start training, we'll give somebody like uh, a salary, like not a salary, but like an hourly raise or something like that. yeah. Yeah. And then it'll convert to, just and then also if 50% of them like actual uh, start then they'll get another bonus on top of it like 1500 bucks type of thing. Oh that's great. So if the patient actually closes then Yeah, they have to get a set amount of scheduled to qualify for that bonus. Mm-hmm. But then if they actually like a, a a percentage of those like a a certain percentage of close then we'll give them another bonus. That's so that's two tiers of kind of quality control. Did they show yeah. did they start? Right. Right. Yeah, that it really. Mo- I mean, people love it too because they can work at home and do this too. Mm. Like I, you know, I know people, and in, in certain areas of the business, I, I, it is harder right now to hire people. But like they, when we put this out, like we've get hundred, like literally hundreds of applicants do, wanting wanting to do this. Oh yeah, dude, I gotta tell you, you know, everybody's talking about the great resignation. I've seen the opposite because I, you know, all my entire mm. staff works from home. You let people have a remote job, like they, they just yeah. come rushing. Yeah, right, right. Like a lot of our billing staff like are remote now too. We, it, like we were thinking about getting it like before all this stuff happened, we we're thinking about getting a bigger place, like a bigger headquarters. Right. And then we're just like, well, we don't really don't need it, you know, now. Everybody's yeah. working from home. So any tools like the the two that I think we've talked about on the previous show, I'll leave links in the show notes here. Crank wheel, jot form, like any of those, like those are, are you familiar with any of those types of tools that do SMS automation? Okay. Huh. Oh, what is the, what's the, you got a calendar plugin, Calendly, HubSpot. Okay. So, well, it's in the, it's in our software. Oh, but, okay. So it's proprietary to you. But got it. Got it. But, and then also, but like, I think keep and go high level. They got, they got all that stuff. High level's got, I stuff. use high level for my scheduling. It's great. Yeah, yeah. 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 The, but the thing is don't send them the link to the schedule. Literally, oh, like yeah. the whole point is to get on a phone call. Like if they're like texting back and you need to schedule them, jump on a call with them. Yeah. Because like that human, human interaction, like it actually looks like there's actually a connection. One, we vet them before they schedule them too, but they're like more like we get their credit card and we can go into the kind of that sort of thing too, like this, that, that rate, but that portion of it. But like when you're scheduling with a human, it's a human, human connection. They're going to be less likely than just like ghost you about it that makes sense. so it's it's really transform i mean it really has transformed the show rate doing that doing it like this we try to automate it with bots and stuff like that but it just wasn't it just wasn't copacetic it didn't work as well we we'd always get to like a, a 40 50 percent show rate mm. but
but this is, if it goes, sometimes I'll hit 70 and we're like, okay, is everything in place? Like, is everything in place to like, why are we, you know, and then it could be like, you know, Thanksgiving week, stuff like that. You know, you mean if you drop from the 80%, you, you, you average down to 70, that's when you start taking a look at everything. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. What a good predictive we, indicator you have there, like a nice lead indicator just to start. Be, you know, it, I, I've seen it on, not just with my clients, but also with my own business to where all of a sudden the bottom line suffering and you have to go back and figure out why, like, what did I do wrong? Did I overhire, mm-hmm. undersell, you know, drop our ad spend, but you've just got this really nice kind of bridge lag and lead indicators. That's, that's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. I just like Donald. Okay. So like just a quick story. So at the time, this was probably like two, I would say, okay. And then it's about two and a half years ago now, probably. Yeah. Probably two and a half years ago, I had a marketing manager and then for, like we were in a marketing meeting and, she was like our automations guy. He was at, she was asking him, Hey, can you pull these numbers? And it was like, how many people opted in and how many did we schedule that month, the previous month? Cause our, our, our scheduling was like really low for whatever reason. Well, come to find out that the advertiser we're using just forgot to turn on ads, but, <laughs> oh, but, that thing. yeah, yeah. <laughs> And so we spent like very little money on ads, but the weird thing is we scheduled about the same amount of people as if we were, if we had ads on. And so like, it just wow. hit me like a ton of bricks. Like that's what it is. It's that point at which someone says, yes, I want the thing to actually show. That's what it was. And then that's what kind of kicked me off into this whole, like that, this lead nurturing, this whole, this whole process and like really figuring that out. And it's, it's been true. Like with ads, okay, you redo creative, you got the content, you know, like that, that's good. And and there's a lot of validity to that, but like you can do all you want. You can spend a million bucks in ads, but if you can't get them through the, like, especially with the high ticket or like in in this situation, if you can't get them in the door, it's, it's doesn't matter, you know? And so that's where our biggest drop off was. Hey, it's Kasim here. And I have a question for you. What if you could legally get the emails of almost every person who visits your website? Now, I know that sounds crazy, but seriously, what if you could safely and respectfully target your website visitors via email just by dropping a pixel onto your site? It might sound too good to be true, but our new sponsors at getemails.com can do just that. They've created a system that's compliant with U.S. laws and regulations, and every email address they send you is opted in to receive emails. That means you can connect your anonymous website visitors to real people and then safely retarget them through email with real-time, fully compliant interactions. I've personally met the CEO, Adam Robinson, and the guy is absolutely brilliant. And he believes in his product so much that he's willing to do something a little crazy for PT listeners. If you are an e-commerce brand that's doing over a million in annual revenue and you've gone through their easy 30-minute onboarding process, If you don't 5X your investment within the first six months, they will give you all of your money back. To take advantage of this offer, go to getemails.com forward slash scalable. That's getemails.com forward slash scalable. Hey, PT listeners, when's the last time your business published on its blog? If the answer is that's way too long for me to remember... 
I want you to listen up because our friends at BKA Content have a new service where they'll deliver fresh blogs to your inbox and all you have to do is just post them on your site. Now, these articles are all originally written just for your business. They're not generic articles that are just copy and pasted or thrown into some AI software or written by a VA. No, these are professional writers who are going to sit down and write articles just for your business. We've used them in the past, and they're absolutely fabulous. Now, if you want an extra reason to go try them yourself, BK is giving PT listeners half off their first month. Just go to bkacontent.com forward slash perpetual to get started. That's bkacontent.com forward slash perpetual. It's not all so. about traffic. <laughs> I mean, it's about all this stuff. and that that's it. So that was just residual traffic. It's just residual that, traffic. Just residual traffic. Oh, man. That's so right. cool. I mean, eventually it would drop off. So you need right. the paid to 100%. refill the pipeline. But still, that's, that's 100%. amazing. Well, it just, it just made me focus on something different. Because everybody, and this is what I get from a bunch of like the, the clients. Every time I talk to a doc, their main problem to, in their mind is like not enough leads coming in the door. Like they're just right. like, hey, we're just not getting enough. What do you need? Like, what do I want? Really? That's not necessarily what they need, but what they need. They and that's the, and that's the point. And that's the point. And that's like, it's when we kind of talk to them about it and like, Hey, this is my, been my experience. And this is like, when I changed this I, about two years ago, we we're probably doing, I don't know, like 5 million a year, maybe. And this is like changing our traffic to the way we're doing our traffic. And then also this has kicked us up to the 10 plus. This is why we're doing that now is these two right. things, changing the way of traffic and then in that. Right. And so, so this doubled your gross revenue from 5 million to 10 million. Bro. I'm like, I, I don't know how to be, you know, like I try not to like say like, if I don't know something, I won't, I won't like pretend I'd, you know, like, but this is like, yeah, I'm the exact opposite. I, know. I just make it up. That's how I got on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. It's the hair. I could tell it was from the hair. Good hair. Good hair will get you a lot of places. Really, far. really. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and don't look at perpetual traffic because he has short hair.com. Short, that's not good hair. There's a before and after coming. That's yeah. before and after. Boy, this is so impressive to me, man. I love, you know what I really love? And this is going to sound like a backhanded compliment. I love how stupid simple you've made it. Yeah. yeah. Like it's, I'm jealous. I envy I love this model that you have here. I love mm. systems. And then like, how can I duplicate? Cause I, you, you can apply what we're doing to like basically any professional service, high ticket service. Mm -hmm. yeah. You just like literally like you create this widget and you flip it over and over and over. And you teach people how to do this. You, you got a training, a seminar, a course, what? Yeah. It's like, it's like a, like a monthly coaching program. And then they have a, we have a private area where and we give them the, so I, so here's the thing. I look at a biz, like a business, a big system, people process tools, and then we train them on, we train their staff on how to implement our process and we train them on our tools and we give them all the tools they need to be able to do this, like a similar thing to us. So yeah. yeah and it's in, a, it's a monthly coaching program. That's a, I say something and similar I, on sales calls. I say an agency can only sell you three things, people, processes, and software. But I mean, you're, you're saying mm -hmm. the same words I am. That's funny. Yeah. 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 I mean, because well, so, I want to be a student. I'm signing up. Put me on the phone with the scheduler. Bro. All right. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> I got some questions for you. Yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> well, I need to qualify him. I'm going to have it. It's the hair. It's throwing me off. <laughs> the last step in this process, we're kind of teasing oh, yeah, out yeah. how people can get more 
I'm actually having a lot of fun as I really appreciate it because this is my first real podcast. I'll put it that way. That's right. We didn't mention that before. (laughs) First real podcast, not that other one from those funnels guys. So the salesperson gets, gets involved way, way at the end, but they've got a pretty good job. I mean, they're closing 50% of the people that actually do show. Like what yeah, is it? It's, are we we it's are on, at that stage in the funnel, right? Because we, we've kind of yeah. gone through everything else at this point. Yes. Yeah, so, so we scheduled now the show that, and that's where we get on that call. Yep. And so we've we created the scripting in a way too because we haven't talked about this and maybe I don't, I don't know maybe at a different time because they go into another whole thing. But we do a lot of prospecting, which is like you might call it like list reactivation or you know sending anyway. But we've created the scripting so that it can be nimble enough so that like, depending on where they're coming from, it, it, it doesn't really matter because we're, we're making sure like, cause literally the triage, we call it like a triage call. So if it's a lead magnet they're coming in from, we're like, Hey, did you like enjoy the lead magnet customer service type of call? We outbound to them. And then they mm-hmm. transition into the vetting part of the script too. And then they get their credit card information talk about the, like the no-show policy, get all the stuff in place into the system. And then we do, and this, and this is the automated part too. So two days before we do uh, a text and a manual call. Two days before so we send them a, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and how much and then, time is usually elapsing between them? Like I'm on the call with you to schedule and then I schedule Oh, that's cool. You. That's What's a good the, point. That's a good, that's a really good point. Yeah. So we don't typically... I know like if we're scheduling more than four days out and we look at our four day schedule rate. So like we look at how many new patients like, like that are currently in this four day window too. And so we, we try not to schedule four days out. If we know we're scheduled more than four days out, then we need to look at like, why are there like more availability we need? Like how do we fix it? That's a bandwidth. Now you know how to hire. So you've got another lever you get to go pull. Dude, man, you just run this whole thing from a dashboard. And there's Boom. like, it's Pavlovian, right? Like you see this, yeah, this yeah. error issue pop up and you know exactly where to go to solve it. Right, right. Well, and that's the thing too, but like you got to understand the, the, you have to understand this so that you know where to go. Right. Because again, like if everything's important, then nothing's important. Like It's like a, like, it's like hurting cats. Like if you don't know how to do that, because that, that helps reduce the pressure and noise from like the chaos of, you know, spinning 80 grand, hundred grand a month on ads, you know, scheduling 600, you know, like if something goes wrong and you don't have this stuff in place, this dashboard in place, then you have no idea where to look. If you don't have standard SOPs like in that, like you, you don't know where to look. Yeah. I mean, you just like one month you'd be, you know, high and one month you'd be low. If someone leaves, that, that, that's not a, like a scalable or a sellable business at that point, you know? Yeah. So you schedule with them, you get them on the phone within four days, two yeah. days before then yeah. you got a text reminder. Yeah. And a call. So in a manual call. Okay. From and, the scheduler again. Yeah. Now, doesn't that yeah. make the transition to the closer harder? Like now that's a new face, a new voice. How do you, how do you bridge that gap? No, because well, the way we do it too is like, so the provider is the expert, right? So you're edifying them saying, this is who you're going to meet. They're yeah. So the smart. provider, yeah, the provider, well, I mean, to be quite transparent, we're not doing like, we're actually working on the Indo series for that right now. Indo, so we're working on, we're, yeah, yeah. For that. So once that, so we can kind of explain to them more and kind of get them understanding that big domino first. So that's not, that's not in place. We're testing that right now. 
And so, but to that point, like the provider's coming in with a white coat, right? And they're like, and it's really from a diagnostic place. They're like doing an exam or doing their stuff. And then like, hey, based off what you're telling me and what we found, this is what you need. So closing isn't even really closing. You're skipping to, you're now my patient and I'm going to give you my recommendation. And Yeah, they would call it the assumed sale. Yeah, right. And it's based off like, if we can't help them, we can't. I mean, we don't, I mean, this, I mean, it's a 50% close rate because it's like, we don't, the things that we can't help with, you know, Are you take an investors, Lloyd, do you want money? That sounds good. Yeah. Dude, I'm, <laughs> this is, I love <laughs> going on, dude. This is brilliant. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Well, I've been keeping my head down and so I haven't, you know, well, I it's not really too far like, down. I'm looking at your LinkedIn profile. You got 10, seven figure funnels out of Russell. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, you just submit a form. <laughs> well, you also have to make a million dollars. I mean, you're skipping the easy submit part. Submit a form. Right? It's like qualifying for the Inc. 5000. It's like, yeah, just submit you submit a form. That is so annoying to me when people, like when I see that and they're like promoting the Inc. 5000. I'm just oh, like, what? what is the point in that? But I, yeah. I, I can understand. I understand why. It's but, kind of a sham. It's all right. Anyway. So we're at the final stage here, the closer, and then they the got to show up for the appointment, right? Yeah. So they and show I, up for and, the appointment. And I, before we get into that, like it, incentive wise, like your closer, like he or she's got a pretty cake job. I mean, come on, they're yeah. closing 50%. Like he's so set up like Jesus. Like I used to, well, I still manage salespeople, but you know, and I am a salesperson at heart, but that's pretty good. You can't, these guys can't be like raking in like a million dollars a year. Like how do you... <laughs> Well, How do you, you know, incentivize the, them? Because you've set well, them up for so much success at this point. We can't really incentivize them. We have to really, like, we can't, yeah. like, like, so because of, in the healthcare, well, you know. You yeah. don't want the them closing somebody that shouldn't be closed. That's right. Well, anti, well, just, well, regulations too. Yeah. Right. Okay. So it's not, Good it's point. not just that too, you know. So what, and, and you know, if you, if your provider and your, MA, it depends on how you got it set up, right? So if you have a dedicated staff, like if you're doing like a lot of, like uh, high ticket cash services, then you'd probably need a separate person, and then you could you could incentivize them to do that, right? They, the they'd specific. be on salary, yeah. But like we we do a lot of in our providers really, and then our medical assistants do the closing, and we don't call it closing. We keep the same stats, but we basically explain the program to them. Like they explain the program to the to the the potential patient. And then they accept care. I mean, that's to, like, to the point that Ralph just made. There's zero incentivization. It's like you get a yeah. you, you get a job to do. Go do your job. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah, it's like well, I mean, on a lot of the providers too, they're here. They want to help people too. Right. They just maybe don't know. Right. So we kind of structure it in a way for them, right. you know. But it, it's not it's not designed to be pushy. Yeah. So, so I think it's really dangerous when a business incentivizes a salesperson. The way you incentivize is going to speak to how that salesperson sells. And I know that sounds obvious, but yeah. to give an example, yeah, yeah. we don't incentivize our salespeople according to ad spend. I'm the mm. only Google ads agency I know that does this. Most ad agencies mm. say the more the customer spends, the more I'm going to give you Mr. Salesperson and or Mr. or Mrs. Client Manager. And the problem with that is you get people that start pushing clients to spend more. And that is oh, dangerous. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. if you're well, listening to this and you're building a comp plan, be careful what you wish mm. for. Because if you incentivize well, according to something, that's what they're going to give you. And sometimes it's not always in your long-term best interest. What you incent, you get. Yeah. It's what the old yeah, boss yeah. used to say to me. It's true. It's like whatever you, whatever, however that works, 
it, you're going to get more of it. But in your case, you've got to really be careful and walk that fine line because you, you want a, a really good match. I mean, you're a service-based business anyway, but you do have these medical things that are going there. So you want to make sure, you know, you're, right. you're keeping patient care in mind, but no matter what business you are, you really should be, you should be optimizing for the right match of your right. service and what it is that they really truly need. Well, to, to talk about the comp thing too, like I was listening to one of another one of your podcasts and you're talking about how Facebook and Google like change the way, like Google just sends you like all these recommendations and, and this stuff. And I think that's yeah. so counter counterintuitive to like, that's like very short sighted to me. It's you know, so it's like, okay, I've got a campaign you know, right now that has a 700% return on ad spend. And Google says that we have a 0% grade. Our quality score yeah, is yeah. 0% because we're not yeah. following another rule, but I'm making, you know, seven X. I mean, they're going to get the ignorant people about that. Oh, you know, Google, that they're uh, just going to do it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But they, I, I think long-term again, long-term, they're not, they're not really looking, they're not really thinking of it in long-term. Um, well, I, so I think they are, and this is my soapbox. I promise not to spend so much time here, but Google's trying to, they're not trying to make you successful. They're trying to maximize the value of their own inventory. So mm. it's, it's not about improving your campaigns. It's about making sure that they can charge as much as they can for the traffic they have. Right. Which means it's, they're just, it's us versus Google or us versus Facebook, well, however you want to look at it. Well, my, my argument, yeah, exactly. Well, that's, I think that's the long term. That's like, that's the thing that's going to open up the door to another search engine, mm. another competitor is like when they function that way, instead of what's best interest for their consumer. You're absolutely right. You know, where I think you know? that happens too, is when there's a medium change. I don't mm, think Google can lose yeah. search engine yeah. prominence with our current construct. Cause they're just too embedded. Yeah, yeah. But as soon as we go, I don't know what it is. Oculus, you know, uh, yeah, right, right. Uh, overlays, you know, watches. Web yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. As soon as there's a medium change, that's where there's a massive disruptor opportunity. Yeah. Uh, I like, uh, what is it? The Walton guy? He said he like people was like, well, you can increase your prices. Like this is the original store, like in the yeah. small town. He's like, well, I don't because like one day there's going to be a competitive that pops up and they're going to have a better relation with me than, and they'll be less likely to go to competitor. Mm-hmm. And so this is the whole idea with the, like the lowest price possible thing too. So anyway, yeah, Bezos says that your right. margin is my opportunity. Mm. What is, that would yeah. keep me awake if I were a retailer going up against him. What a scary ass thing for someone to say. <laughs> Yeah, that yeah, yeah. that seven cents you're making—that's my opportunity. I'm that's gonna my go. My opportunity. Yeah, that's yeah, unbelievable. Yeah. Like how ruthless that yeah. man is. Unbelievable, yeah. isn't it? Well, th- that's another conversation too. But a lot of docs want—they want to like to make all the money on the front end, too. And so, mm-hmm. like, if you know, like, if you can acquire a bunch of patients, maybe not make the best margin on it, but then know that you can resell them something else on the back end. Right. Like that, that's not even, that's not even like, they're not even thinking about not even things. the wheelhouse. Yeah. No, no, it's not. So it's not something that most business owners even think about. Oh, that's fair. I would, that's fair. I would submit that doctors aren't dissimilar to most business owners. <laughs> yeah, that is fair. And they just, fair they point. just don't know that we yeah, see it yeah. all the time. And that's the but goal this, too, of like the coach. I mean, not to, that's the goal. It's like, it's like, I, there's so much disinformation out there and not to say that I know everything It's just like, it's not, it's not like, like it's not complicated. It might not be very easy to do it, but it's not like complicated. Right. I mean, we saw those steps. If you focus on those steps, focus on the first, first service, the high, mar- the best margin service that you can scale the best, you know, it doesn't really matter. Cause the, people ask me like, 
well, what should I spend on my ads? And I'm like, it really, I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't know yeah, what you go should Go build spend. the bridge first. And then I can tell you opt in, right. schedule, show, it's, close, and then we'll figure it out. Right. Yeah. And then, and then once you know that it's like, Hey, cause it's like, you can baby this to the point where you're trying to get the lowest, the cheapest lead possible. Or you can say, okay, the standard is 10 to 20% of like gross revenue should be everything associated with acquiring a patient. All right. If it's in that, go do something else. Like, why are we making this more difficult? And you know what I love yeah. about and this the, too, is when you open up a new lead channel or a new traffic channel, if, if, if a client of mine had this in place to your point, and they came in and said, I want a cheap lead. What I'm going to say is really how many of your cheap leads actually opt in schedule right. show right. and close. And now we can figure out like the, the more expensive leads, generally speaking as a stereotype are going to make you uh, more money, but nobody has this bridge built. So I have to pay the cost per lead game. Yep. And then, the, then you like, if you don't know your LTV too, right? I mean, Oh dude, don't because, even get me started. Lloyd, you're trying to make me mad right now. <laughs> Nobody knows their damn numbers. You, that's the first thing you said on this call is you're like, I knew a new patient is worth $3,500. That's stuck uh, in my mind. Cause I'm like, here's a guy who actually knows how to run his business. Yeah. That's the initial care plan. Right. And then, so like when we do our need program, that's four, typically four, that's a general number. Right. And then we know that generally speaking, 15% of those people have bilateral needs that need help. Right. And we know, Another percentage of those people have also had back pain too, right? It's like this cascade, right? And then, so once you understand those, per, like your numbers in that way, then you can like, you could say, well, okay, well maybe I should do this service because I know if I do this service, this patient is going to, you know, on average, instead of being 4,000 bucks, it'll, it'll be 10. Right. You know? And then like now, like when you're in a competition with someone down the road, that opens up, like, you know, that you can spend more money for that patient than they you can. actually know what you can afford to spend. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. And you can outspend the competition outspend comfortably because comp you're right. ready, willing and able to be able to do it because you understand your numbers in the back end. Right. I think that unto itself could probably be its own show. What you've been able to divulge to the audience here today has been nothing short of tremendous for a guy oh, yeah. who really doesn't like, like to get into like public platforms or do any podcasts you did a pretty damn good job. i did all right yeah. Yeah. oh nice yeah oh that's awesome i mean we'd love to have you back at some point so not only that on, well, like legit like if even this wasn't recording you guys are great i really appreciate it well it was we a good appreciate you man honestly good. we're definitely yeah. keeping it was that a good conversation <laughs> <laughs> i'm sending this recording to my sales guy and my marketing <laughs> yeah. guy by the way just <laughs> so you know like pre before this goes on itunes but no this has been absolutely amazing where can people get in touch with you you've mentioned it a couple of times here but they know about madoma but tell us a little bit about healthcare growth network yeah just you can go to healthcare growth network I, i've created like a, a calculator on there. So you should be able to get the calculator there that allows you to kind of put in the, the milestones in there. You can see like what you're currently doing compared to what you could potentially be doing and the revenue associated with that. Is it just yeah. healthcaregrowthnetwork.com? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, and for your coaching, do you just coach healthcare lead agencies or would you coach anybody? Well, I just care. I just coach people like physicians, like, like the okay. clinics. Yeah. But you'll do me a very special favor and coach me because we're friends now. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Bro, you know so much more about advert marketing and stuff than I do. No, but yeah, I, if you well, want. <laughs> what I want, I want your, this whole data system that you have built. It's funny because when I look at my reporting, it's insane. When I show you what we track, Lloyd, you're going to throw yeah. something at me. 
Like I, I've oh, we gone just full on data nerd and I track all the things and I love it. I love the dashboards, the numbers, everything I've got. Yeah. There's 288 columns in Google and I watch every single one of them. But yeah, I want to yeah. build out a system internally for me where it's opt-in schedule, show, close. And I want to yeah, manage right. my sales team to that because right now mm. I don't. I look at my yeah. ROI, of course, because I'm not an idiot. Right. And right, I know right. that a closed deal costs me 2500 Average client doesn't retain longer than 90 days because 50% of all Google Ads campaigns fill in, in, in the first 90 days. So yeah, a yeah. client costs me five yeah. grand. Average client makes me 15. Yeah. I've got great margins. We're crushing life. But I don't yeah. manage my system as well as you manage your system. And I'm saying that publicly. Leave it in the recording. I, I should be <laughs> shamed for this because what you have yeah. built, I don't have and I want it. Yeah. Well, I think yeah, sure. just having said that, uh, everyone is leaving money on the table yeah. every single day. Oh, sorry. Yeah. It just they are. Uh, like even you would probably say, "Oh, yeah, we're like we're not oh. here here." Oh, like, geez, but yeah. you're way more dialed than than I would say 99% of businesses out there. And everyone can use some of the things that we were talking about here today. So Hopefully. Uh, that's why I was trying to connect it to this high ticket because I mean, it's the same literally the same because on the other the side thing. on the coaching side, that's what we do. Yep. I mean, that's, you know, awesome cool it's awesome so healthcare growth network check them out over at lloydhale.com too is that is that you you can do that yeah that one's not done that's like but yeah you can go there i mean just message me and i'll I'll message me and i'll i'll connect you if you need help but sounds good well this has been great thanks for uh coming on the show everyone thanks for listening and just a reminder subscribe and leave a rating wherever you are listening, whatever podcast platform, and you will be perpetual traffic famous for 15 to 20 seconds when Kasim, the genius, <laughs> like, I, I just got to keep, I don't think it's ever going to go away, by the way. I'm just going to be giving you crap for this for like the next year. Make sure you follow Ralph and Kasim on Twitter. I'm over at Ralph HB at Twitter. I don't know what yours is. Kasim Aslam. I think Kasim you're probably Aslam. the only Kasim Aslam. Yeah. yeah. There you go on Twitter. And go back and listen to some of the previous episodes here. We will leave all the links that we mentioned here as well as ways to get in touch with Lloyd in the show notes over at perpetualtraffic.com. Lloyd Hale, thanks for coming on the show this week. For everyone else out there listening, for my amazing genius co-host, Kasim, see ya. You've been listening to Perpetual Traffic. For more information and to get the resources mentioned in this episode, visit digitalmarketer.com forward slash podcast. Thank you for listening.